everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. Speaking of football, have you noticed that a lot of the announcers always will use this phrase when they're talking to someone who's really good? They'll go, wow, he's a playmaker. You've heard that before. He's a playmaker. What does that mean? Basically means that playmakers position themselves in the right place at the right time to make plays. There are playmakers in all realms of life, if you think about it. In the business world, you know that, that, that lady, she seems to be at the right place at the right time in the right position. You know that guy, don't you, who, who uh, goes to your school. He just is in the right position and things seem to happen. We say, right place. Right time, that's a, a, a phrase that we use. Right place, right time. And I wanna be at the right place at the right time. And one of the reasons that I've been doing this series called Know Thyself is because our great God wants us to be at the right place, the right time. God wants you and me to be in the right place at the right time, hashtag blessed. So if I'm blessed, hashtag blessed, I'm at the right place at the right time. What does it mean to live the blessed life? Well, I'm afraid a lot of us think in our consumeristic Western Christianity that the blessed life is about health and wealth and no sickness or pain or problems or persecution. A lot of people perpetuate that message, which is preposterous. The, the, the blessed life Yes, it's an amazing life. Yes, it's a life of adventure and excitement. The blessed life, though, is not always the easiest life. It really isn't. Now, ultimately, we win. We're going to heaven. But the blessed life is not easy. It's the way to live. We're wired to live the blessed life. Yet, we're going to experience some junk and funk in this world. Self-awareness, something that we've been dealing with and talking about and unpacking is the result of knowing God intimately. So often people think they know themselves. I would argue based on, on the Bible that we don't know ourselves like we think we know ourselves, even though we spend more time with ourselves than anyone else. You are you and I'm me. I, I, I would argue that unless we know God Intimately, we don't really know who we are because God knows us, again, better than we'll ever know ourselves. Does that make sense? So if I know God, one of the benefits of knowing God is knowing myself. What does it mean to be self-aware? To be self-aware means I understand my strengths and weaknesses. I have discernment and wisdom to get the context of not only my life, but the lives of others. A lot of people are self-unaware. Yet God wants us to be self-aware that comes from knowing him. There's a guy in the Bible that we've been looking at, and he was one of the most self-aware people ever. And he gives us hints. He gives us some dynamics regarding how to live a life of complete and total self-awareness. If you have a Bible, turn to the book of Daniel. Daniel is over in the Old Testament. If you didn't bring one today, no problem. We've got view a verse going, see? View a verse, yeah, yeah. This, this, this first verse, Daniel chapter six, verse six. Let's just check it out. Look, view a verse. See, when I do like that, they just know. Look, boom, 
view, view, view a verse, view a verse. All right, Daniel chapter six, verse six. Then these commissioners and satraps came by agreement to the king. This is nefarious Darius, the king, and spoke to him as follows. King Darius, live forever. Write this down if you're taking notes. One key to being self-unaware, if you want to be self-unaware, I mean, if you really want to sign up to be self-unaware, make sure you understand manipulation. Make sure you manipulate people. You manipulate your kids, your spouse. You manipulate if you're single in a dating relationship. You manipulate your boss, your coworkers, your clients. Make sure you manipulate people, you know? And when you manipulate, you have to use different tactics. Sometimes you're tough. Sometimes you play the martyr card. Sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I'm all that. Sometimes you play the poor boy card. You got to manipulate others. Sometimes you pout. <laughs> What's wrong? Nothing. Sometimes you have fits of anger. You manipulate. So, so, so Darius, man, he was a manipulator. And not only was he a manipulator, he allowed himself to get manipulated by these people. These people are manipulating him. They don't give a flying flip about Darius. They just want the competition scrubbed out. They want Daniel killed. They say, King Darius, last part of verse six, live forever. They didn't want him to live forever. The prefects and the set traps, the high officials and the governors have consulted together. Oh my gosh, they're voting. Oh, wow. Again, it's a lie. That the king should establish a statute and enforce an injunction that anyone who makes a petition to any God or man besides you, O king, 30 days of you, Darius, remember that? For 30 days shall be cast into the lion's den. Simba is hungry. And if you don't worship Darius, we need to lob people into the lion's den exaggeration. They manipulated him, and Darius was so self-unaware. He thought it was all about himself. He was like, I guess I am great. Oh, yeah. And again, we know all of this comes from pride, being self-unaware. So manipulation, then exaggeration, and Darius lived a life of exaggeration himself. So Darius, with his emotion, you don't want to make an emotional decision. With his emotion, a one-foot radius, okay, that sounds good to me. Everybody will worship me. Everybody will worship me. He didn't think about consulting Daniel. I mean, Daniel was the leader. Where's Daniel? Where's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? He didn't talk to them. Manipulation. Exaggeration. It's amazing. How many of us lie? Then you have disassociation. What does disassociation mean? You can jot this down. Mild or severe detachment from reality, from people, from places, from things. Do you know anybody who is detached? Do you know anybody who is, who is clueless, who is out to lunch, who is removed, they go, king, establish the injunction and sign the document so that it may not be changed. And sure enough, he goes, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Therefore, King Darius signed the document. It went into play. And now when Daniel knew, whoo, 
that the document was signed. He's in his 80s. I mean, he's been doing this for decades and decades and decades. He entered his house. He had his windows open toward Jerusalem, J-Town. He continued, say it with me, continued, once again, continued kneeling on his knees three times a day, praying and giving thanks before his God as he had been doing previously. Whoa! That verse is packed with some serious stuff. Daniel lived the life. Daniel persecuted. Daniel, 800 miles away from his hometown. Daniel in a perverted culture. Daniel, whose name had been changed. Daniel, who'd been forced to go to a master's program in Babylonianness for for three years. Daniel, who learned the language. Daniel, who studied the occult. Daniel, this, this dynamic difference maker whose life was threatened, whose friends were thrown into the fiery furnace, who went from here to there, who talked to this king and that king, yet he still continued, did he not, to walk with God. How do you live in a perverted place like Babylon? Well, that's where you live and I live. That's where you go to school. That's where you work. That's the gym where you work out. That's the country club you're a member of. Perverted in many ways. Out of control. People that lead these things are many times totally self-unaware, yet Daniel stood for truth. Daniel stood. He was self-aware. And because of his walk with God, because he knew God, he knew himself. And because he knew himself, because he knew God, people knew him. And he was able to give people the knowledge of God who would never, ever, ever been open to it had he not lived the life that God had given him. There are people like that in your life and mine that we can speak into. There are people in your life and mine that we have opportunities to talk with. See, Daniel was in the right position. And because he was in the right position, what happened? He was a playmaker. He was in the right place at the right time because he knew God. If you don't know God, if you're not walking with him, it's, it's never going to happen. Daniel, though, lived the life. He spoke into the life of kings. Daniel was persecuted. This group of people, they wanted Daniel to be lion's bait. They were setting him up. They knew Daniel prayed three times a day. They knew he sushi-sized his prayers. They knew a little prayer here. I need another prayer here. I need another prayer here. If you're living in a situation like Daniel lived, like many of us are, you've got to have a walk with God that way. But the good news is God will give you the strength, the power, the energy, and the courage to find the Shadrachs, Meshachs, and Abednegoes, that group of people, that cadre of committed people, so you can be the kind of person God desires you to be. But don't think living the blessed life is I'm never sick, I'm never hurt, I'm never persecuted, I'm always healthy, wealthy, and wise. That's not always the case. That's just... A perversion of the gospel 
that's the health and wealth gospel that has been perpetuated on our culture that is absolutely preposterous. Preposterous. Yet a lot of churches, even in this area, in our land, they preach this feel good, health and wealth gospel. If you have enough faith, you make God do what you want God to do. I'm sorry, that's not Bible. God is sovereign. God is God. We don't tell God what to do. We say, God, I'm in this position. I'm in this stance. You show me the plans for my life that you have. I mean, some of the best people I know who prayed for healing have died. My mother just died. We prayed for her healing for two or three years. She died. Everybody you pray for is not going to get healed. Does that mean we lack faith? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So all this crap like, oh man, if I become a Christian, I don't have any more problems, I don't have any more difficulties, that's just not the case. So I wanna keep it real. However, when, when, when you know God, you have the source, you have the energy, you have the power, you have the foundation to face anything. And you can come through it. A bigger and better and better person. And that's what... And that's what Daniel did. So, so really, if you think about this, think about the lion and, and, and think about this because, because basically Daniel should have sung this song to these palace plotters. You can't hide your lion eyes and your smile you can't. I thought by now you'd realize there ain't no way to hide your lion. Some people don't know that song. It's my man Don Henley from the Eagles. The guy's an absolute genius. Good night, nursery school. Google Don Henley. One of these nights... Living it up at the Hotel California. You can't hide your lion. And your smile, you can't. I thought by now you'd... There ain't no way to hide those lion eyes. Self-unawareness eyes. Manipulation eyes. Exaggeration eyes, disassociation eyes, humiliation eyes. I'm on a roll with the eyes. Well, you know what Daniel did? Daniel made pets out of these lions. He brought in catnip, play toys, scratching their backs, brushing their teeth, flossing. The lions loved him. And then you know, nefarious Darius, after Daniel emerged, God brought him through this situation, threw all of the palace plotters in there, and they were ripped to shreds. Ooh, pretty gross. The Old Testament is R-rated. I'll just warn you. When you buy these Bibles, I'm just going to tell you that. But remember, the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Daniel chapter 1, verse 8. Let's go back, ADD. Daniel chapter 1. Go quick, back Daniel chapter 1. Check this out. This is the key verse of the first six chapters of Daniel. How did Daniel do it? How is he self-aware? Here's the answer. The Bible says Daniel resolved, say resolved with me, 
That means to make up your mind in advance. It's advanced planning. So you make up your mind, if you're a believer, to tithe to bring the 10% to the house. You don't say in the service, whoa, the offering bucket is being passed. Oh, where's my wallet, honey? I... No, no, no advanced planning. You don't say, oh, I'm going to get involved in church. I think I'll go to church. It's five minutes before church starts. Well, you might, but advanced planning. Advanced planning in everything we do. Daniel resolved not to defile himself. We had an opportunity to either eat the rich food from the king's table prepared by Bobby Flay, or he could eat vegetables. So he traded in veal for vegetables. He traded in Merlot for H2O, and, and he got permission to do that, and, 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 and he won the first physique contest ever in Scripture. Because after 10 days, the king and, and all of his comrades were like, whoa, look at these Jewish guys, man. They are eating clean. I mean, forks over knives. What the hell? Some of you got that. Now, the people that got that were the ones who didn't sing along with me for lying eyes. Yeah. Anyway. So Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, advanced decision-making. And check out verse 9. Let me just fly through these. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and goodwill. God did. He's in the right position. He's a playmaker. Look at verse 17, Daniel chapter 1. God gave them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, knowledge and understanding. Look at verse 19. The king interviewed them, and among them all, none was found like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Look at Verse 20, Daniel chapter 1. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in all of his realm. Whoa. So we've got to resolve. We've got to make up our mind. You want to be self-aware? Okay, God, I know you. I know you know me. And I agree with what you tell me to do. I'll put my yes on your yes I decide in advance. That is why Daniel was Daniel. He decided in advance how he was going to live before the dilemma. He made the decision before the dilemma. I went out Thursday night with some friends. I think it was Thursday. Anyway, to a Mexican restaurant. I love Mexican food. So we walked by this table and these people were like, hey, how are you doing? And, you know, I'm so ADD. I think they told me their name, but I, I'm like, where do I know them? And obviously they knew about, I guess, Fellowship Church or whatever. And yeah, okay. And they knew a little bit the people we were with. And so, okay, man, yeah, good, good to see you. Yeah, all right. We sat down at a table. I asked my friends, who are they? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. You know, okay, okay, okay. All right. Really nice couple, yeah. Kids with whatever. So they pay the bill, and this big old dude walks up to me, the guy I met. He goes, uh, I want to I tell you something. Now, that's always scary. <laughs> people think I'm naive. Hey, sin is my business. You not believe what people have told me over the years. One day, I'm going to write a book. People will be like, I can't. 
it would embarrass any reality show, anything you've ever seen, some of the stuff people told me. Anyway, this guy told me something really good. He goes, uh, I want to I tell you this, uh, just between you and me, just whispering in my ear. I said, okay. He said, you did something um, about five years ago that really uh, changed my life. I'm thinking, wow, okay. He said, I was at a Mavericks game, and I hardly ever go see the Mavericks play, but five years ago I did. He said, I was at a Mavericks game, and you walked in, and you sat a couple of rows in front of me. He said, when the Mavericks dancers came out, shaking their breasts and their butts, gyrating, he said, I watched you to see what you would do. I wanted to see if you would look at these girls. I'm like, whoa, he paused. He said, you turned your head the other way and talked to the people you were left. I watched you do that over and over. You turned your head and looked the other way. He goes, man, that, that meant so much to me, you'll never know. Well, I said, thank you. I really appreciate that. You never know who's watching, do you? Never know. Obviously, if you're a pastor, people are watching. They're watching you too. Lust is something that we all deal with, especially the guys. I know girls do some, but not like, not like guys. We have to make our minds up, do we not, in advance to say, you know what? I'm going to honor this desire that God's given me. I'm not at all saying I've never lusted. I'm not at all saying that I have victory over that every moment of every day. No, we're all fellow strugglers. But I'm telling you, I'm better at it now than I was years ago. We have to decide in advance. We're either going to trust God with our stuff, with our finances, with our sexuality, with our families, with our marriage, with our dating relationships. We're either going to say, God, I want to be in the right position. I want to be a playmaker. Or a poser. What's it going to be for you? It's your choice. It's your decision. What's it going to be for you? Daniel resolved. But, you know, there was someone 2,000 years ago who resolved, who made his mind up, did he not, to live a sinless life, to die a sacrificial death, to rise again. His name is Jesus. He resolved, he made his mind up to take your sins and mine upon himself. listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. 
We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless. God bless.